A week ago, I was employed. I didn't lose my job due to redundancy. I wasn't sacked due to being bad at my job. And I wasn't sacked for assaulting a co-worker. So why was I fired? The same reason millions of people around the world lost their job recently or were forced into leave. Or, if you were lucky, able to work from home. The coronavirus pandemic. And the impending recession. I know I'm not special. Heaps of people have lost their job recently. If I lost my job for whatever reason in the past few years, that wouldn't have bothered me as much as it does now. I would apply for every vacancy I could, and just to boost my ego a bit, because I think I'm pretty good at it, I think I'd be able to get a new job pretty quickly. However, I can't. My entire industry has basically been cancelled due to the health concerns surrounding the coronavirus. It would actually be illegal for me to continue my job as I was before. I just want to say that I understand this is a health problem. I do not blame my employer, she's actually really fantastic, and I do not blame the government for the restrictions they've put in place, as they are taking advice from people much smarter than me. That being said, this health concern is a financial concern as well. Honestly, this is why I started my YouTube channel about a week ago, and I hope it can provide financial support in the future once my cash reserves start to run out, as I don't think I'll be employed, earning anywhere near what I was before for quite a while. Now, has the current economy reached that of the 2008 financial crisis or Great Depression? No, of course not. But in my opinion, we are just the beginning, and it could go either way. I think businesses will be bailed out after years of spending most of their liquidity on stock buybacks, although I'm pretty keen to see how the housing market returns to where medium prices aren't through the roof. As everybody knows, the outbreak took off rapidly in China, initiating lockdowns, halting production, and deeply affecting sales in the manufacturing industry and supply chains all across the world. And as it moved across the world, all industries have been affected, with the service industry coming to a standstill as well. Even companies you think would be fine, like Netflix, have been affected through the suspension of their production of upcoming films and television series. What does all of this cause for regular people? Well, is a large number of people who live paycheck to paycheck stop receiving income? Or is it at least reduced and they cannot make their debt payments? And over time, the longer this crisis continues, the cash reserves of others start to run out and they cannot make their repayments, either debt or utility bills. Look, even if you can make minimum payments, you aren't putting that much extra money into debt repayment as you can't afford it. So 20 to 25% interest rate on your credit card bill is driving up your balance further at an extremely fast rate. People have been conditioned to expect debt. Yet take out a loan to buy a car, take out a student loan, and pay for things on your credit card you can pay for it later. It is an expectation of life that you will also take out a home loan. In terms of the student loan, this is actually a place where compared to a lot of people, I feel through going through the same thing as me, or worse, in America, are really going to have a problem. I will have $50,000 worth of student debt at the end of 2020. However, this doesn't concern me like it would for some people in America. The reason is, in Australia, we take out what's called a HELP loan, the Higher Education Loan Program with the federal government. This is referred to as the greatest loan you will ever get. The reason being is because it does not have an interest rate. It is indexed to inflation, meaning the amount you have to repay increases like an interest rate, but the interest rate is only the inflation rate, and currently, inflation is extremely low. It is also automatically paid out of your paycheck when earning over a certain amount of money annually by the Australian Taxation Office. So this is an incredible weight off my shoulders that probably would have me in tears otherwise. This is why I feel for Americans with student loans at the moment who are recently out of work. The student loan debt statistic from Forbes as of the 3rd of February 2020 is at a record $1.6 trillion. This is consisting of roughly 45 million borrowers, with the median student repayment of $222. This will be a part of the economy that will really show how badly in debt everybody is. Whether this is a bubble is yet to be seen. 
So we've got consumer debt at an all-time high, student debt at an all-time high, and corporate debt continues to rise too, with many highly leveraged companies being the biggest threat to the economy, as they really cannot take the massive drop in sales we are beginning to see and will increase over time. The crossover of the economy is the biggest problem, as a hit in one area carries over to another. For example, the entirety of the Australian professional sport has been shut down. From players to coaches to the medical staff to the stadium workers to all of the extra coaching staff to the broadcasters to the sponsors to the merchandising manufacturers, all of them are all highly affected. Sure, interest rates are already low, but they were already low to begin with. And in America, they're at 0%. So yes, debt is cheaper, great. But unless you want to go to negative interest rates, there's not much else you can do from here. The point being that between the repo market, the trillions of dollars being injected into economies around the world to stimulate and stabilise the market, but the government has already used the majority of their ammo in fighting the market crash, and it hasn't really helped, as much as you'd want it to at least. The world is also going through an oil price war, something that people aren't really talking about, obviously, because the coronavirus is taking precedent. However, this is extremely newsworthy, and at any other time, it would be at the forefront of the news. The reason being is because it is affecting the economy deeply. It's a price war that started because of the lower productivity we are seeing in society because of the coronavirus. The price of oil is 68% cheaper than it used to be a few weeks ago because of the Saudi-Russian price war. In short, the Saudis didn't like that Russia wasn't going to cut all production in which everyone else agreed they would, causing greater supply, giving the Russians cheaper oil than its competitors. So Saudi Arabia increased the production in retaliation. As they have more oil to produce, that's plummeting the price. So what we have is lower prices due to lower demand, and more supply, causing businesses and economies, especially those built around oil production, hitting financial hardship, either going bankrupt or reducing expenses. And one way to reduce expenses is to reduce labour costs, leaving more people without a job. So these are a few of the reasons I think we are entering a very tough economic time period. And I hope everyone the best in the future. And I'm sorry to the people who are sick or doing financially hard, especially those who are doing it tougher than me, which really is plenty and plenty of people. I would ask if you make it this far, that maybe you would consider subscribing and sharing the video just because I did not realise when I created this channel to give myself a bit of financial support. YouTube doesn't even let you monetize your channel until 4,000 hours of content has been watched on your channel and you have 1,000 subscribers. And as you can see, I'm well off that. Thank you.